Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mama's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong moms, welcome back to their episode. And today I wanted to share with you guys Um, Something that I just went through and not just to like talk about me, but um, I really want at the end of this, if you are somebody that's ever thought about competing, even if it's not on a big scale, even if it's just like a local competition of some sort, maybe like a even like a Spartan race or like your first CrossFit competition, powerlifting, anything, right? Anything where it is you putting yourself out there to test your fitness abilities. I'm hoping that by sharing my experiences of doing that, that it will encourage you and inspire you to try to do that for yourself or at least experience that once. And coming as somebody that has never played sports growing up, I never competed in any kind of physical thing. Like I did UIL, I did, uh, what else did I do? I did Business Professionals of America, I did 4-H. I did all these academic things growing up and I never played sports. I think the extent of my sports, as I've told y'all before, is I did cheerleading in junior high. I did track for like two weeks in junior high, but I got dead last. Like it was embarrassing dead last, like in two track meets. And I was like, that's it. I can't do this anymore. Like this is embarrassing. And then I think I maybe tried out for basketball and didn't make it. I can't remember that far back. So like literally that is the extent of my growing up physical, you know, my athletic you know what? I did t-ball. There you go. That's all I did. And so when I did my first first CrossFit competition a few years ago, which I'm not going to go into details because I've already did an episode on getting, it was called, I think it's a couple episodes back and it's about preparing for your first CrossFit competition or something like that. I can't remember the exact title and I go more into detail there. So I don't want to like re-tell you everything, but I did not I just wanted to say I didn't know if I was going to like it, honestly. Like, I know I do have a competitive nature, but I didn't know if I was going to actually like being out there and putting myself out there and the whole, just everything about it. And turns out I loved it. So that's why I've continued to do it, obviously. And so at this point, I've done a few, like, you know, I've done three CrossFit competitions in Texas and, you know, more in like the um, West Texas area and South Texas area. Um, And kind of, you know, I've done those local ones, but then I decided to try to qualify for some a, a bigger event. And to be honest, I never would have tried to compete at this event, let alone even know what it was, unless um, a friend of mine who used to do CrossFit, she competed in it last year. And um, 
so that inspired me to like, oh, maybe I should just see. I should just see because the qualifiers for this competition are done online. And the competition is called the Fittest Experience. And it is the biggest or largest functional fitness competition in the south of the United States. It is a huge event that happens in Austin, Texas in January. And so um I guess a little spoiler alert, I qualified to go in the scale division. And that is, that's the basic vision, like division. So it's like scaled, then there's intermediate, then there's like athlete or, uh, I'm sorry, RX and like that really top end athlete. And they have like top CrossFit athletes that compete in the RX division. So it's, it's very competitive. Um, And to be honest, and I want to share today my experience throughout it and what I've learned. Um, but just to kind of like put things in perspective, I really didn't think it was going to be that competitive. So when I compete in CrossFit like competitions, I compete intermediate. And I could do all the things RX and intermediate and um, do just fine. Like the last competition, me and, me and the other coach at the gym that I work at, Kim, in San Antonio – we did that was a intermediate division and we got first place so I'm you know my skill levels are up there and so when I signed up for the fittest experience qualifier I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna choose intermediate and so the way that they do it is intermediate and scaled is kind of put together and so they take the top 150 women and the first 70 of that 150 is considered intermediate and then the remaining um, women from, you know, 71 to 150 place, their scale division. And so I got 100. I was, well, yes, it's kind of weird because yesterday when it ended, um, like the deadline to submit the last three workouts um, at 8 p.m. last night, I was 138th place. And then this morning I'm showing 136. So I don't, I don't know what that's about. But anyways, I barely, like, I kind of barely made it, you know, Um, and I wasn't expecting that. And I'll be honest, uh, the first week when I did the first three workouts, it's a total of six workouts that are completed over two weeks. You get three workouts one week and then three workouts the following week. And when I submitted my scores for the first three workouts and saw where I was on the leaderboard and I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make intermediate. There's no way. Like, I guess I'm just going to qualify for scaled. And, um, it, it, and then seeing like what these other girls are able to do that. I mean, it's really impressive. Like I'm going to get some really, really damn good athletes. And at first I, I was kind of bummed, but at the same time, now that I've gone through the whole process and seeing, you know, where my level, where I'm at right now and how it, it, um, you know, comparing it to all the other girls I competed against, I'm actually glad that I made the, um, the division that I made, I'm glad I made the scale division because I feel like I'm actually have a chance to be pretty competitive in that division. If I would have barely made intermediate, I feel like I wouldn't really be able to be as competitive as I want to be um, in the competition. And one of the, some of the things that I really wanted to share with you guys today is the things that I learned about myself as an athlete through the process of doing this qualifier. And maybe you can take, or I know you could take these tips and help 
to help you become a better athlete and then for you to advance or for you to just even understand like the process of qualifying for something like this and what it would be like if, um, you know, like I said, to maybe inspire you to try to do something like this in, in the near future. So um, let's talk about the workouts themselves. So this is a functional fitness. It's not technically CrossFit. I mean, CrossFit is functional fitness, but the event itself is not like sponsored by CrossFit or affiliated with CrossFit. So it's just called, it's just a functional fitness. And so the workouts themselves, yes, they are very CrossFit-y, but at the same time, the workouts are different than workouts I've done at other competitions. So there were some elements to it that were challenging for me conditioning wise. And I, I really did realize just how much I am not as conditioned as I thought. Um, but I did realize that my strength is up there. Like my strength is pretty competitive. Um, my, my, the best event that I did was the lifting one lifting event. So out of six, there was one event that was, more of a how heavy can you go on this lift it was a complex and I'm trying to remember off the top of my head it was um it was three front squats and then it was man I can't even remember it was uh I think it was like three front squats and a push jerk oh yeah that's what it was it was like three front squats and a push jerk two front squats and a push jerk and then one front squat and then a push jerk. And it was like, how heavy can you do that complex? And um, I did 145, which got, just keeping it in perspective, I'm, I weigh 125. <laughs> so I feel like my strength is definitely up there. Um, and that was my better, I think I got like 87th place or something on that one. Um, and then the ones that I just did not do well in, and that's what really pushed me down was um, for one, there was one event and that really kind of made me a little mad because the requirements for the movement requirements to do intermediate and scaled was chest to bar pull-ups was the 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 high end of like the gymnastic movements is what it said like you you know you would be able to, you should be able to do chest to bar and double unders and I was like okay cool like and handstand push-ups like I feel confident in those movements turned out they put out this one workout and at the end it had muscle ups and I was like are you freaking kidding me and so it turns out like over a hundred of the women were able to complete the workout because they could do muscle ups and I couldn't even though like they did do a time cap for the tiebreaker it was how many of the last movement before the muscle ups like how fast could you get to there and it kind of pissed me off because I was like looking at the tiebreaker I was like man my pace was really good if I was actually able to do the muscle ups I would have been pretty competitive in that freaking event but you know turns out like yeah I, I got capped because I couldn't finish the the event so that one was kind of put me down and then there was another event that had it was double unders and snatches so it was uh, oh no, I'm sorry, D uh, dumbbell box step overs and dumbbell snatches. And so it was 30 dubs, and then you had to do two step overs with the dumbbell and then two dumbbell snatches, and then you did 30 dubs, and then it like you added on, so then you do four of the step overs and four of the, the, the snatches, and it kind of it just progressed like that. So every round you were adding two reps to the step overs and the snatches. And I got, and it was a time cap of 
12 minutes and I got up to 27 reps on the snatches and the the uh, dumbbell box step overs and um the dubs, man, like, I mean, I'm, I'm okay at dubs. I, but I'm just now getting to be efficient at my dubs, but I realize like how inefficient I am compared to everybody else because in that workout, I didn't do as well. I think I got like 161 place on that one. And, uh, it was just like, it just made me realize like, I really need to work on my dubs because the weight is lighter than what I'm used to doing in RX. So the step overs and the um, snatches were not hard. Like I can move through those. Yes, I did get tired towards the end because once again, my conditioning with dubs, like I have to try so hard to get them. I know I'm not being like smooth and as efficient as I could be with them. So it's taking a lot of my energy up. And that was getting to me at the end. So I was like, I definitely have to work on my dubs. Like that, that's something that has to come into play. And then there was another workout that I didn't do that great on. And it had shuttle runs. And I never sprint. And these are sprints. <laughs> and it's like, it was um, a five minute time. Or was it? Yeah. Was it five minutes? I think, yeah. I think it was five. Yeah, it was five minute time cap. And you had to do 15 thrusters, and then it was six shuttle runs, and the shuttle runs were 25 feet. Then it was 12 thrusters and six shuttle runs, nine thrusters, six shuttle runs, six thrusters, six shuttle runs, three thrusters, six shuttle runs. Um, and that was my worst event. <laughs> and, like, guys, I, like, died. Um, yesterday, Kim and Beth um, – Beth is uh, somebody that comes to my classes, and Kim's the other instructor – and I was like, hey, guys, like, I've done this work. That's another thing. If you um, ever have to do, like, a qualifier, <laughs> like, like I had it, like, you know, recording yourself, um, have somebody help you count your reps because there's a, I've, I've re, I, there's a lot of the ex, uh, workouts that I did multiple times because I went back and looked at the video and I was like, shit, I missed, I missed this rep or I did an extra rep and I could have saved time. So let me redo it. Like it was just, I should have just had them from the beginning. And I did have people offer, but I was just like, I'm nervous about it. It's my first time. I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> like if I, you know, I just wanted to kind of try to get into my own zone and just go. And that's something I would have done different because they having Beth and Kim there this is like the fourth time I've redone that shuttle run and the first time I did I did like four minutes and like 13 seconds I was like man I can I can do better the the next time I did it I messed up and didn't do a shuttle run and so I I you know didn't do it right and then this last time they were there cheering me on and it helped so my time was four minutes um but it wasn't very competitive the time I think I got I think that event I got like 215th or something like that placement. Uh, that was my my worst event, and it's so funny because I never sprint, I hardly ever run, and so I'm doing the shuttle where like I did all the thrusters unbroken. Is like that the lifting weight's my stronger point, right? And so I'm doing these shuttle runs, and I think I'm like moving fast. And I watch the video, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like embarrassing. Like I'm hardly moving, but my face is like so. And like, I'm just trying. And and I talked to Beth this morning. She's like, I thought you were going to cry. Like, I was like, uh, yeah, I felt like I was I was I was to that breaking point. Like it was so out of my comfort zone to do it. 
Um, and at the end, I literally laid and I just was there for like five minutes. I couldn't get up. My legs hurt so bad, like my hamstrings especially. And I think I actually kind of pulled something because I was like the rest of the day, my hip flexor was bothering me and my my uh, hamstring on the other side. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I really need to start running. So that was one thing I definitely learned it, or, and definitely going on in the next two months preparing for January. I'm going to condition the crap out of myself. Like I'm every day I'm going to do something, whether it's running, um, getting it on my echo bike at home or doing something at the gym. Like I'm going to have to incorporate conditioning a lot, a lot of conditioning because obviously it is my weak point. Um, and then what I also learned that I thought was a really important thing that I wanted to talk about kind of getting out of getting out of the way um the events and kind of what that was like just to kind of share with you guys um there was another event that was deadlift and handstand push-ups and if you are familiar with crossfit diane is a benchmark of handstand push-ups and deadlift and it is my favorite benchmark and my best benchmark um like when it comes to like the the benchmark wads you know for crossfit it's one of my it's one of my stronger ones and uh, so I was like, oh, hell yeah, like I got this. It's it's a deadlift ladder. Like it got, every time you hit the deadlifts, it was heavier and heavier and heavier. Um, and then it was so it was like the workout was you had 12 minutes. It was uh, 27 deadlifts at uh, 95. Then you had 15 handstand pushups, I think. No, nine handstand push-ups, sorry. Then you had um, 21 deadlifts at 125. And then you had 12 handstand push-ups. Then there was 15 deadlifts at 155. And then 15 push-ups. And then you had nine deadlifts at 185. And then you had 21 handstand push-ups. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is going to be my best event. I did it <laughs> the first time I did it. I couldn't even finish it in time because on the last uh, set of handstand pushups, I completely went to fatigue. Like I think I finished everything and got to the end of the handstand pushups within like seven minutes. Like it was fast. And then I just, I totally just burned out. I redlined like bad and I just, I, my arms just wouldn't work anymore. And so I was like, damn, like it really kind of bummed me out. And so I messaged the girl that I know that, you know, competed in this in this um, competition and had been doing. She'd been doing. I think she'd been doing CrossFit for like six or seven years. Like now she's doing uh, marathons. But uh, I was like, hey, like any tips? Like what's going on? Is it my pacing? What do you think? Blah blah blah. And she's like, yeah, it's probably your pacing. Like you're you don't want to get to the point where you burn yourself out that bad where you just can't go anymore. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna pace myself. So that's what I did. I went ahead and I I broke it up better. And it was it's it was challenging for me because like I uh, knew like like I'm used to going at a faster pace. So it was kind of really weird because I'm used to like just like go balls to the wall. And then uh, I was like, OK, this is interesting. Like I'm, I'm getting through these. I'm able to do a few at a time instead of like getting to the point where it was like I was I couldn't even do any handstand push ups at the end. And I actually finished it. I finished it at 11.50, I think it's, or 11.58 or something like that. Well, I go back and I watch the video and I did extra handstand push-up. And I think I, on one set and then I missed it on another set. I was like, I was like, damn it, I'm gonna have to do this again. 
And so even also what was pissing me off too, but this is how it usually goes. Like all the all the CrossFit competitions I've done have been like the week before my period when I'm like I have PMDD, which I need to make an episode about that, which I am soon. I'm gonna uh, do some research and really give you guys uh, more info on that. So I have PMDD, which is an extreme form of PMS, uh, and it really is like I'm a different person, <laughs> like. The, a week to two weeks before my period like I feel like a completely different person as far as like energy wise like I just my hormones just leveled out and that's why I'm doing this podcast I can think more clearly I have the energy to get through the day uh about a week ago um I could I had it it's like I'm don't have any energy it's so hard to get out of bed it's I have to take a naps during the day. I I'm so sore. My body doesn't recover from things. My strength goes down. My uh, it's it's just really it's really annoying because like I know how I usually feel whenever my hormones are, are more stable. And I'm like, man, like I can do things and I know what I'm capable of. And I'm motivated. And then this shit happens like this time of the month, every month. It's like, I'm a different person. And my body's like fighting against me. And it's it sucks. It really does suck, especially even like as a athlete, like or as a person that works out in fitness, and and then you're trying to do this competition. So why I when I did all these uh, two all these uh, um, workouts, like I was in that stage, and I'm not trying to say like that's why I. Squ- like scored lower, like, oh, if I wasn't on, uh, you know, my PMDD week or whatever that I would have done, I would have qualified for intermediate. I still wouldn't have. I think maybe it would have, uh, I maybe would have like went up like 20 spaces or something like on the leaderboard. I don't think it would have been a difference in that, but I know it kept me from being at my best and like my coordination is off. So like my dubs were hard, like everything just like my body just like kind of breaks down for like a a couple of weeks every month and it sucks but it is what it is and at least I know that I qualified at my worst (laughs) like that's that's what I keep telling myself I was like okay you qualified at your worst so you deserve to be there like just pray hope that you know uh when you get there that uh it's not that weak you know for you and you can you can really go out and do your best you know when it when it does come to the competition but it is what it is like i've i've competed the last three competitions during my pmdd week like it's okay like it is what it is and i just push through um but just like what sucks is i re- okay so i ended up redoing that event um, and paced myself even more. And then it was about um, the time my hormones are starting to level off. And I cut off and I I got, what was it? 11.07 or 11.03. It was like barely over 11 minutes. And so I was like, yay. Like, so I was happy about that. But that really taught me to pace myself and that the the benefit of pacing and not to get in my head thinking like, oh gosh, you're going slow right now. You're going to get behind. You're going to get behind. And it's like, okay, if you can just pace yourself, <laughs> um, it's better to be able to do a few reps, you know, at a time than to completely flatline and not be able to do anything or just to keep doing what was happening is at the end, I was just doing handstand pushups to failure. So I was even burning energy and if, um, trying to just get and grind through one at a time. And I wasn't even being able to do that. And so it's just, it was, it was just a, it was a big learning experience. And I, at the gym that I teach at, it is, I live in a small town. Um, and 
we're a new gym and I'm one of the coaches and we're all fresh. We're all, we've all started CrossFit, our CrossFit journey together. It's only been about two and a half years. A lot of the stuff we have learned and grown together and just by trial and error. And I still feel like that's still happening. And so I don't have somebody to go to my gym that's ahead of me, like somebody that's more advanced and to ask them things. Like I have that one girl that I was telling you about that I have a friend in town and she used to do CrossFit at a pretty competitive level, but she doesn't do it anymore. Um, And I don't, so I don't have that at my gym. So that kind of makes it a little harder going into these competitions. Like for example, when I was doing the box step over one um, with the dubs, I didn't, I was not doing um, the box step over as efficiently as I could have. Like, so when I realized that, because that was the first event that I had to do, and I realized that I wasn't being efficient at just box stepovers, and it's like, how hard is this? Like, you're just stepping over a box with a, with a dumbbell, but there actually is, like, ways to be more efficient. And so it started getting me to think about, like, all the other movements, like, even the movements that I, I felt like I was confident in. Like, let me go and do my research and see, is there a way that I can be more efficient at doing this movement so that way I can save time and I can save my energy and make sure that I get through the workout the best that I can. And so turns out handstand pushups, like I wasn't kipping good enough. So like, that's one thing I I tried to fix was my kipping um, and my technique a little bit on like how I was doing those. And that I think helped a little bit too. Um, Rowing too, like that's something that's very, it's it's like a mystery at my gym, (laughs) like the whole rowing thing and what is the most efficient way to row. Like we know how to row, like the actual movement of the rowing. But where we get stumped sometimes is knowing like, okay, where do we put the damper on? Like what kind of resistance should I have it on for this kind of workout? And um, what's the most efficient way to have the resistance? Like that is something that is kind of like this mystery. And so did a lot of research on that. And it sounds kind of like to somebody that doesn't do CrossFit or might not do like these movements, it might sound kind of silly like, what do you mean like uh, like rowing? Like you just go and row and it's like, no, there's like a technique to things just like squatting and just like deadlift, just like all those those lifts. Like, for example, squatting is a really good example. Like and even deadlift too, right? Like how hard is it to squat? Like we all, that's a functional movement that everybody's made to do, but it actually can be very technical. The same with deadlifting, right? Deadlifting is literally just picking something off the floor. We do it every day in life. But there is a, there is a very, there's a technique to that of efficiency and safety safety and all that. So same thing in CrossFit with these movements. Um, the other one was like toes to bar was another one that I like had to, I found some ways that I could be more efficient. So that was that's a big tip too. like, even though you are doing a movement and you've been RXing it in a workout, there's always room for improvement. There's always some type of little tips to help you to get that that little bit of an edge, you know, and so don't think like, I think that's a reason why I like CrossFit is because it's not something that you ever really arrive at as being a master, I don't think. I think there's always something to prove on, always something to learn. There's always, um, yeah, something to like move forward through and you never really reach that destination. And I, that's what I love about it too. It is so challenging in so many different ways um, that, 
yeah. So that was one thing that really, I, I knew about it, but it really got brought to my attention. So that is pretty much everything in a nutshell for me on what I feel like I learned. It was, um, I, for one, I realized I'm not as advanced as I thought I was. You know, that was a humbling moment when I realized, okay, like you wanted to um, qualify in the intermediate division, but that's not happening. You're going to be in scale division. And just realizing like this is a huge event, way bigger than any like local CrossFit competition I've ever done. So the competition is is pretty steep. Um, and then I realized my conditioning was not as good as I thought. Definitely going to be running a lot more. Um, technique matters. And no matter how long you've been doing an RX movement, doesn't mean there isn't room for improvement. And then pacing matters. Those were the biggest things. And then also having support, you know, having somebody there to to count reps for you and cheer you on and, and really get you to push yourself outside of that uh, comfort limit. Like you already are pushing yourself out of your comfort, but it's like, okay, can I get another 1% or 2% or 3%? I feel like when you have somebody push you um, or you know just being your cheerleader just being the support there like it does push you and even it's like somebody's watching you too I don't know if you feel like that but I feel like I push myself more when somebody's watching me um, I do push myself alone but it, it's just a different feeling and so if you um, have the opportunity to have somebody there with you to do that like it, it does make a difference so next year when I do this qualifier I'm like crossing fingers next year I'll maybe then I should be I mean I'm really pushing myself I need to get my handstand walks that's that's the one thing like in intermediate they have that they do that I don't I don't have yet um and so hopefully next year I'll do the qualifier again and um, I will definitely be asking somebody, one of the other coaches, to help me count my reps and help me record because that was, like I said, that was a big deal. I redid a lot of workouts because I realized, oh, shit, I missed a rep or I did an extra rep. And now, like, I could have been faster if I didn't do that extra work. So those are my takeaways. And so I just want to share that guy with you guys. I hope you guys are finding this interesting, helpful, inspiring. And I'll keep you guys updated. I'll keep I have, let's see, we are in December, or it's October 26th, as I'm recording this. And I think believe it's January 9th, maybe I have to go back and look and see exactly when um, the co uh, competition is. So I have a couple of months to um, literally get my butt into shape. <laughs> like I have to, I need to be doing a lot more conditioning. So I'll keep you guys updated. I definitely will be sharing with you guys the whole experience of going there and what it's like, and um, all that good stuff. So anyways, I'm gonna leave you guys with that. And for now, like I always say, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.